If you've been pondering politics this week, then you've come to the right podcast, because this is Pottering Politics. What are we pottering this week? Why did MPs vote against the general election, but the next day vote for one? Why has no president ever been impeached, and should Trump be the first? We're having a general election, but does your vote actually count? And lastly, did Boris want his deal, or would any deal will do? I'm Andrew, the man on the street. I'm Simon, the man on the classroom. And together, we're Pottering Politics. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Yeah, that's that's, good, that's good The intro is nailed. That's the very first. One. <laughs> that is that is that is good. Okay, so uh, welcome to our brand new um, politics podcast. Um, and the idea is that we're not going to have lengthy intros where we talk about loads of ourselves and things like that. We're just going to get straight into the topics. So, um, why did MPs vote against a general election, but the next day's vote for one? So this section is is called Simon Says. I'm Simon. I'm a politics teacher um, by trade, and I'm going to be explaining some of the kind of the political kind of concepts that's going on. And Andrew's going to be. Tripping in as we go, and then we're going to ask Andrew some questions afterwards. Awesome. Awesome. Okay, so so they voted against a general election on Monday, and then on Tuesday they voted for the very same general election. And it's actually slightly strange that they were voting for a, a general election in the first place, because it used to be the Prime Minister's power. Did you know that? It used I didn't. To, it used to be, like, when, when Thatcher was Prime Minister, when Blair was Prime Minister, when John Major was Prime Minister, blah, 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 it used to be one of the Prime Minister's powers to go, we're going to have a general election. It was called a, the Royal Prerogative. Mm -hmm. And then, you're going to like this, the person that stopped that was David Cameron. Oh, good. Yeah. Uh, my favourite politician. <laughs> Your favourite politician. When, when David Cameron and Nick Clegg became in the coalition government at the start of that in 2010, they made a brand new law called the Fixed Term Parliaments Act that took the power of calling a general election away from the Prime Minister and effectively gave it to Parliament. So now we have an election every five years, which is why it's like 2010, 2015. 15. The idea was it should have been 2020, hmm. but then Theresa May call one at 2017 but now to have a general election mps have to vote for one the prime minister can't just say oh i want one and it needs a large majority it needs to have a super majority which is actually quite an american thing like kind of two-thirds um so what effectively happened is that boris said i want to have a general election put it to parliament and then they voted no so that so that explains why they were voting in the first place because of this thing called the fixed term parliament act but then there's this weird thing is that why would parties vote against a general election in the first place? Because like parties love general elections. They're like, cool, this is my chance to like, I'm going to be the prime minister. I'm going to be prime minister. What's that? I lost. Well, we need another general election then because clearly the result was wrong. Um, but they obviously this general election is very much tied in with Brexit. Exactly. And well, it's some, going to be all about Brexit. Yeah. And some people think we should have another referendum, and some people think we should have a general election, and other people think we, sh we should have neither. Um, but because the two issues are kind of linked together, um, that's why some MPs were very hesitant about a general election. And basically what they were saying is, is we don't want to have a general election if then what we're going to have is a no deal, is if a no deal is going to happen before the general election actually occurs. So, so suppose and I said to you, okay, we're having a general election in, 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 in 35 days time. And we're like, okay, great. So then parliament dis dissolves, we meaning doesn't sit. And then, then in that 35 days, actually Brexit completes. And then all the MPs are like, oh, well, now, now we can't stop Brexit or start Brexit or whatever, or whatever it might be. So the reason why some MPs voted against the general election on Monday was because they wanted to guarantee that Brexit wasn't going to happen in that time before the election took place. And that guarantee came through because the EU extended the, the deadline. Despite the photocopied letter. Despite it all, the despite the, the, the unsigned letter, all that kind of stuff. And also the, um, there was a guarantee then from, from, from Boris, effectively, the executive saying um, that they're, they're not going to put their Brexit bill through this side of the general election. 
because they, they were trying to put their Brexit yeah. bill through Parliament, and they've now said we're not going to put that one through, and uh, so that that's basically why they they vote for it. So do you do you actually believe those reasons? Because let me tell you the view from the street. Okay, okay. this is exclusive from, from the street, from, from the street, from the offices and the workplace. Yeah, yeah, normal yeah. working people yeah. think this is this is the word just okay. between me and you. Yeah, no, 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 Jeremy Corbyn didn't want to do it because he knows he's going to lose, and. Part of what you said is true. Yeah. This is what the word on the street is. Yeah. That the Lib Dems, for example, didn't want it because they just wanted to stop Brexit and they stretched this out as long as possible and the more chances of a people's vote. I think there's elements to that. I mean, obviously, politics is often done for political reasons. Mm. I mean, so the technical reason is this Fixed Term Parliaments Act and then the reason they were giving publicly was about this no-deal thing. But, of course, there can be multiple reasons for the same action. Yeah, just like when Boris tried to um, prolong Parliament. For the Queen's speech, oh, um, you didn't see that, but I did quotation marks. Sorry, quotations are quotations. <laughs> so good on a podcast. Um, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, I, yeah, I think I think you're right. The, 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 there was an interesting article on BBC this week that, that argued that it's actually a risk for everyone involved. It's a risk for, for Boris because he's he's Prime Minister right now, and he, there's a risk if you call a general election that he could lose. I mean, he could be he could basically be the shortest Prime Minister I think almost like ever because was, was he been yeah. there like two months and then yeah. that's Who, it. Who's the previous? I've got, Gordon Brown. I've got no idea. Certainly in recent times. It's well, I, I heard I read even that Theresa May wanted to beat Gordon Brown's. Records. I think it's Gordon Brown, but I'm sure some historical might, might expert be. will actually figure out. Gordon Brown was three years. I think he was 2007 to 2010. Theresa was 2000. Was it that long? It yeah. seemed like you know from it memory. It seemed like, like, like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Theresa was 2016 after Cameron to 2019. So they must have been close. I'm not sure who was longer. Mm. I'm interested in Google. But, yeah, Boris, but Boris would be both. Boris would be hands down. So it's a risk for him. But yeah, you're also right, because Labour's got this big problem on messaging, because Boris is basically, Brexit, 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 Brexit. The Lib Dems are basically like, remain, 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 remain. And both of those are pretty easy to understand. Revoke now. Revoke, revoke, revoke. revoke. Yeah, revoke, remain, revoke, revoke. Um, whereas Labour's doing this kind of halfway house of, we'll renegotiate, it's something like, we'll renegotiate it, and then we'll put it to a, a referendum and vote. then they'll advise to vote against their own deal in the referendum. Uh, well, no, they'll say they'll they'll decide. They'll, they'll campaign. They'll decide whether they like their own deal or not. Okay, that's that's evolved from the last time. So I think there was a question time. Well, if they where, love their own deal, yeah. Why would you? <laughs> that, that's the point. It was it, it, it was a uh, it was on question time, and the question was put: What would your plan be? I can't remember the 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 MP off the top of my head, but um, she said, "Oh, well, well, I'll go and get a deal, yeah, yeah. and then I'll come back and I'll campaign against it." And everyone looked like, "What? Yeah, <laughs> and why would the, why would the EU give you a give you a good deal? A good deal? Because they, I mean, yeah, well, well, that's probably a different issue. Yeah, like, when, 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 yeah, there are various rabbit holes that I'm sure we'll talk about at some point. But I think it, it, you're right. It is. It is a. It's. A, it's you can see why all three parties would be hesitant about this election for because this isn't just deciding about Brexit; it's deciding the next five years potentially of um, of, of Parliament and who's in charge of the country for Brexit, but also health service, education, transport, etc., etc., etc. I mean, over the next few years, you've got big issues in terms of uh, our, our relationship with other countries, HS two um, academies, the the changing in the. Uh, I mean, they, they, I mean, some of the. I think uh, they've all, they've all started talking about what they're going to be talking about in the election, and and I think Labour wants to talk about uh, nationalisation and the NHS, and obviously Boris wants to talk about getting Brexit done, and yeah, that's that that's the protecting view the economy they, and things. That that was quite obvious from today from yeah. from MPs' questions is that Jeremy Corbyn's trying to to phrase the the, the election about being NHS, yeah, and uh, help help the poor, food banks, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Boris Johnson is no, 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 Brexit, Brexit, get back on point. Let's talk about Brexit. Well, I think this is the the whole 
problem is that you know should you have a general election now or should you have a second referendum like cl clearly parliament is stuck and i know we we kind of disagree with these guys but, but, but that's good because we can give well, we, we hopefully we can agree on the fact that that parliament and politics as a whole has reached a point where it's jammed there, there's not yes. a big enough majority for any of the possible options and so something needs to happen and and it appears it's not happening and so the two obvious routes are general election and referendum and yes. not, my preference is a second referendum because the problem with the general election is is it brings in so many different issues it brings in who do you want to be prime minister for the next five years who do you, what do you want to happen with the nhs and you can see this already because because labor is already campaigning on not on brexit mm -hmm. But on the NHS, whereas Boris is saying, I want Brexit, Brexit, Brexit. Now, now as a voter, how do I put those two things together in my head? Do I go, well, do I want an NHS or do I want Brexit? Because actually many people would say, well, they want both. Well, this, this is exactly, and I, I don't mind playing, look, showing you my cards here, is exactly the problem. Put your cards <laughs> away. They're everywhere. <laughs> it's, it's radio, Andrew. <laughs> check, check this card. Anyway, um, I've got exactly that problem. So I traditionally wouldn't vote any of the parties who are going on about Brexit all the time. Yeah. But... Obviously, there's that big question over my head. Yeah. So, I mean, would you? So, do you? Would you prefer? Well, we'll put we'll put our cards on the table here because we kind of know this. Oh, now I'm using your metaphor. Down. <laughs> um, you know, I'm a Remainer. Andrew's a, a Brexiteer. We have we have other kind of political things, but we know we're, 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 we've always been on these different sides of the debates. But I can see why, as a Brexiteer, you're, you're nervous about a referendum because you won the last one. Oh yeah. So let's, kind of... let's be completely transparent because no one publicly says this. Okay. <laughs> right. Okay. So the, the, the Brexiteer the doesn't Brexiteers want a don't, they don't want to win a referendum because they're surprised they won the first one <laughs> because they're absolutely shocked. Literally, my my other half ran upstairs and woke me up like there was like snow in July. It was like you'll never believe what's happened. But yeah, they don't want one because we might lose the second one. Yeah. And Remainers don't want a general election because Boris Johnson might get a majority for my win. And let's, also, let's be honest. But I don't see why a general election solves the problem. But can I just put to you this, this point that I've noticed, and I'm including both of us in this yes. as well. I don't know any Brexiteers that want a second referendum, yeah. and I don't know any Remainers that... I've got this wrong round, wrong round, round the wrong way. I don't know any Remainers that want a general election, and I don't know any Brexiteers that want a second referendum. Is that just a coincidence? It's it all stems from that. Yeah, because no one wants. Everyone wants to choose the path which is most likely to advantage them or yeah, least disadvantage exactly. them. And, if we, and it's if, human nature. If we have a second referendum and Brexiteers win, then the, Re the Remainers have lost nothing because they're in exactly the same position as they are now. Hmm. And if you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So, so I agree. So, so there is a, there's, there's all those issues. There's so many issues. Um, and uh, I'm not surprised that we ended up down one of these routes. I mean, I think yeah. I remember David, I know David Lammy came out, I think a few months ago and he was having an interview and he said, parliament stuck. We need to have one or the other. I think I, I, I agreed at the time that we we're going to end up with one or the other. Um, but I think you were saying at the time, no, 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 they just need to get Brexit done. And it looked for a, mo a moment that Boris was going to go and get this through. Um, well, he got, he did. And I'm not a Boris fan. At all, he, he makes me laugh, but for all the wrong reasons. Well, he, like, he, he, know, got, a, the, a he got the EU to he, reopen the deal. Yeah, they said they weren't going to reopen the deal, and he did. And he did. Yep. He said he wasn't going to get a deal, and he did. And he did. He would have got it through if everyone played nice one time by the thirty-first. Yeah. Obviously, now he looks like a complete tool because he actually broke that giant promise that he kept saying all the time. But so did Theresa May. I think he was forced to break that promise, though. Oh um, yeah, there was literally a law made <laughs> to stop yeah. him getting this way. So. Anyway, the other issue, it talk about it quickly, briefly, and Simon says, is this idea of votes at 16. So in Parliament, when, when a bill is being passed, 
MPs have a chance to put in what are called amendments, which basically says, so say the bill says you know, we should have a general election, then an MP can put in can put in an amendment and said oh, we should have a general election and it should be on Friday, whatever, whatever it is. So they can put amendments. And two of the amendments that were put forward was one said, and we should have a general election and people above the age of 16 should be able to vote. And the other amendment put forward among, among many was that people who who come from the EU, who are not mm. British nationals, should also be able to vote. Now, this is one of the th the powers of the Speaker, who at the, obviously at the moment is John Burko, but won't be very long. The Speaker chooses which amendments will then be debated and which amendments will be voted on. And he actually selected neither of those amendments. So it wasn't. So sometimes you get a situation where the MPs, someone puts forward an amendment, MPs debate it, and then they vote it down so they can Parliament says yep. no. But sometimes the Speaker just doesn't let it get to that stage. And on this occasion, Burko blocked those amendments. When, if you're listening to this and you are between the ages of 16 and 18, you might be like, oh my goodness, why? This is this was my chance to vote. Um, my guess is he probably did it because he wanted to um, smooth the passage of this bill and didn't feel there was enough support in, in Parliament. Because um, if we, you know, it's obviously a big issue. Yeah, both of it, those yeah, two things yeah. are issues. Very, very we we could probably issue. spend twenty minutes on it. But let, let, let's focus on the parliamentary procedure. Do you think that it's? Do you think Burko made the right choice not to have that debate now, effectively? Yes, I'm, I'm saying that from someone who, again, controversial, <laughs> but I don't believe that sixteen-year-olds and seven-year-olds should have the vote, or at least until they start paying. Um, like income tax and taxes on on wages. But do you think it's it was? But do you think? But the, yes, I I completely get that is that is too big a question, especially in the frame of oh uh, the bill uh, Boris's Brexit bill was yeah. there, there was too much to get through in so so little time, yeah. and then obviously Labour's tried to put this major big change of system, yeah, just sneak it through there, and it's like it's, again it's a little bit hypocritical, but I agree. I don't, know, what, I don't, I don't know who put that amendment through actually. I don't. We should, I should check that. Well, it, it might be. Sure. I mean, it greatly benefits Labour. We well, benefit Labour because oh, yeah. young people. If, if you're talking about voting behaviour, which is one of the topics I teach on in school, is that basically, stereotypically, the younger you are, the more yeah. idealistic you are. Therefore, the more likely you are to be a Green supporter, Labour supporter, Liberal Lib supporter. Yeah. The older you are, the more likely you are to have accumulated wealth mm. and believe in tradition, and then and, vote and, Conservative and be angry. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting more conservative <laughs> as, we, as, we, as we speak. So angry. Um, I think. Yeah, I think I agree with you because. Like you think about when they extended, the, we're basically talking about extending the franchise here. We're talking about, you know, think about votes to women and the suffragettes had to come yeah. over years yeah, and years. Yeah, this is a big, it, big change. This is a big change. And I don't think you can just slip it through on the back of another bill and say, oh, yeah, by the way, um, whether it's right or not. And for what it's worth, I think I'm more on the side that they should extend the franchise. Yes, something um, that we politely agree to disagree. Yeah, and we, and we can have that. And I think we should spend some time debating that one in a, in a future episode. But I, I don't think the way to get it through is... To do that, I, I think it should probably end up being a manifesto. I think mm. it should be a, a manifesto for a political party. The people over eighteen vote that in, and then it kind of happens that way. Is probably the way it needs to be done because it's a it's a constitutional change as well. Yeah, really, it, it shouldn't just be done willy nilly. Um, and the EU one would be would have been amazing. I mean, if if, if, if if with all the Brexit issues that's going on, it's like, oh, I'm from the EU. Do I want to vote for this? <laughs> EU? Mm, this, <laughs> this is a tricky one. <laughs> Um, and, and ironically, if it had have gone through, I, I, I was reading earlier, it, it, we would have been the only EU yep, country, country to allow, to allow yep. EU nationals to, is... to, to, to vote, even though we're leaving the EU. So it's, it's unsurprising that one didn't get through. But perhaps it's more surprising that it didn't even get past the Speaker. And um, it is one of the interesting powers of the Speaker. Um, that, to be able to select, and that that a led, political choice. Yeah, that that led to his this um, this uh, reputation he's got of being this 
Remainer and he's going to do anything to block Brexit. And this was quite surprising to me when I when I read that happened because yeah. I wasn't watching it live or anything. When I read that he didn't actually select those two, I was like, what? well, I, th- I think there's a lot to talk about with Burko. It might be even interesting one day to do an episode on Burko, you know, greatest hits and all that kind of stuff. But like, I think medicament man. Um, I did. They had the tribute today, but in. Parliament to Burko and yeah, Bor- yeah. Boris used the medicament line against him. <laughs> have some time to yourself and have some of your own medicament. Um, anyway, yes, yeah, but um, yeah, cool. Anyway, right. right, moving on. So that was Simon says. Why has no president ever been impeached? And should Trump be the first? Did you know? Here's a little. Did you know? Did well, you? I did, just to put again more cards on the table. You're going to be educating me for this segment. Long time, so I've got lots of questions, which I'll ask you as you go. But please go ahead. Did you know? Yep. <laughs> Did you know that the word impeached doesn't actually mean to remove a president from office? It means to uh, begin the process of whether they should. So the word impeach is a bit like charge. You know, so so like say you'd committed a crime and mm. they charged you with that crime. Yeah. That's when you go to trial and then it would only be if you were convicted that you'd get the punishment. And impeach is like the word charge more than the word convict. So Bill Clinton was impeached, but he was never removed from office, if that kind of makes yeah. sense. So, so, so it, when people say they want Donald Trump impeached, they often say it meaning I want him removed, whereas the word actually means they want the pro. They're actually saying they want the process to stop. Yeah, that, and I would count myself. I, you just educated me that I thought impeach would mean out well, of the office. I like the little pop. Um, so two presidents have been impeached. Um, so, so, so our question was, was, why has no president been impeached? In fact, two presidents have been impeached, but neither of them were actually convicted of that impeachment crime. Bill Clinton and... Andrew Jackson? I should have looked it up, sorry. It's, it's one from like the 1800s or something like that. It was, okay. it was some guy, he sacked, he sacked someone and they were like, I will impeach you! And then they found him not guilty and then they changed it so he could sack them anyway because it was just absurd. Um, but Bill Clinton was famously impeached over lying about um, sexual relations with that woman, which he yeah. did have. But then they found him not guilty. And so it looks like Trump will be impeached, but whether that gets to the conviction side is very, very unlikely. Well, his office has come out and said that they don't like recognise and they won't be playing along with this. And, it's just, uh, it's just it's crazy. Just, yeah, that, and that is You can't impeach me. Why not? Question. Well, we're not going to let you. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> that, that is literally saying... No, it's, it's even possibly more so yeah. than the actual allegations. In some cases, it's like he's literally just ignoring. Well, he, he could be impeached over refusing to be impeached. <laughs> can, can you be impeached twice? I yeah, I mean, I guess so. But you impeach, you, you, Ukraine impeached and, and ignoring us impeached. I guess you just keep impeaching until something sticks. But I think we're living in interesting times with both Johnson and Trump, and a lot of people think there's similarities between them, and I think that's another debate about how similar they are. But what they both are doing is they're stretching the power of the what we call the executive, meaning mm-hmm. either being the president or the prime minister, and so. Boris Johnson with the whole proguing of Parliament, uh, Trump with basically everything, everything, but, everything but they're all pushing as far, they're pushing their presidential powers as far as they can possibly go, which is then forcing the Supreme Court to overrule Boris Johnson and forcing the Democrats to then kind of overrule back. And so we're, we're living in very interesting political times where we're basically seeing, well, does our system work? Can it curtail um, a president or a prime minister or actually do they have so many powers that they can kind of go with it which is why it keeps going to court because people keep doing these things they've never done before yeah but technically speaking they can do technically this. Like, can i can i technically do this yes do i technically have to do that <laughs> well, not, not technically but everyone else forever has done it well, i'm not gonna and that's when judges then have to start making rulings on things that they've never made rulings yeah. on before <laughs> and and you don't know which way it's going to go um so so that's why no president has ever been impeached and before if anyone's thinking it nixon never actually was impeached he was the one that famously was was found guilty, but actually he resigned. 
1997, he resigned before he was impeached, so it's never actually happened. Um, should Trump be the first to go the whole hog? This is a huge question. Well, this, us, is, but... this goes down another avenue, which we agree on, <laughs> rarely, uh, that we both feel that that wouldn't solve the, the changing landscape of American politics, because then he would kind of go down as a martyr to that he particular would... mindset of political thinking. Yeah. Yeah, it, it it would it would make him a martyr. Do you think he deserves to be impeached? Well, yeah, he's if it's true. Quid pro quo, man. <laughs> well, yeah, but still, he, he, he's asking a foreign power to help him win the uh, general election. Well, that, that is, if that's not that's worse than Bill Clinton stuff. That's crazy. Yeah, Bill Clinton had sexual relations with the woman. Yeah, but that's a, at least that's a naturally organic occurring thing. <laughs> Oh, now I'm thinking about Bill Clinton's natural organic. Ah, oh, not acceptable. Naturally organic Bill Clinton. Mm, mm. Uh, mm. Oh no, this is again. No, 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 we won't go there. Anyway, um, but this is this is you know this leads into the narrative of conspiracy, conspiracy with Russia and foreign influences, and it comes right back into the UK with the Brexit and the, the political. I, I think it's uh, it also shows some of the problems with when politics and, and constitutional responsibilities get mixed up. Mm. Because if, like, should Donald Trump be impeached, I think, and this is my opinion, so if we disagree with me, listeners, or whatever, but, like, I think, you know, should he be impeached? Probably the answer is yes. Like, if there's a crime that's happened, you, you should charge someone with a crime. But what Nancy Pelosi and the other Democrats are having to do is make a political calculation of, well, what would be the result? Is it likely to succeed? How does this look to the public? Because um, he's, what's he, the impact on on the Democrats? You know what I mean? Yeah, he, he's, his opinion poll is falling now, isn't it? It was it was going quite well, and now, now it's starting to dip. Well, more and more people seem to be thinking that he should possibly be impeached. But if, but if, you know, it, it's still it's still a lottery. You know which way it's going to go. go. Mm -hmm. You know, Trump fans may be energized by this. Yeah. Um, you know, and whether you're a Trump fan, whether you're not a Trump fan, you know, th this is you may or may not want this process to go. But, but I, just think, I just think it's difficult when you get the political decisions and almost the legal decisions get, get mixed together. Mm. I mean, because what you saw in, in our case with Boris Johnson and proroguing Parliament and the Supreme Court is the people that actually had to make that decision in the end were the, were the judges. You know, the yeah. judges made that case. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But actually, the, the people that will decide on Donald Trump are the elected politicians. And so most of them probably will be like, well, I'm a Democrat. Unsurprisingly, I think he's really guilty. Shock horror. I'm a Republican. I think he's actually a beautiful, beautiful man. <laughs> beautiful. He's fantastic. He's perfect. He's perfect president. Um, the question will be whether those, whether those political alliances hold. But I, for me, I mean, surely that's ridiculous. Like having, having politicians decide on guilt. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if it's to this magnitude, yes, absolutely. I, this is one situation we completely agree on and everything we seem to say is the other. But yeah, you, you can't have... You need someone else outside the bubble to decide. In but my then, opinion. but then, would that work? I mean, if so, if a if a just ignore if it, a judge, it? but then you can't do it. You can't do it with judges either, because because if the Supreme Court decided whether the president was guilty or not, you've then got an unelected person removing an elected representative, yeah. and even worse than that, right, yeah. who chooses the members of the Supreme Court? Donald Trump. <laughs> Donald Trump. <laughs> Unsurprising, they've got. I think he's great. You know, do you know what I mean? So yeah. there's not. There's not. I mean, you could do it with the police. It's still, yeah, but it's the same. The same logic applies there. Yeah. You don't elect police. You don't elect police. Go for a job and get yeah. the job as a police. And then, then, then you, in some countries, you end up with a situation where the military, you know, you get like military takeovers, military kind of coups. Yeah. You know, oh, we think we should remove the president. Yada yada yada. This you know, is this is why the honour of the politician normally before now these uncharted areas normally yeah. they they come out and go, oh, I'm an honourable man, I will do the right thing, and I'm so sorry. 
etc etc but no no this isn't the case this time i mean if there was an easy answer obviously everyone would be doing it but there are definite issues with the process of impeachment it's not just as clear as clear cut as going oh he's been impeached you know it's not going to be a fair trial it's going to be a partisan slog fest whether he deserves it or not agreed okay it's time for so we've done simon says we've done we've gone across the ocean it's time for ask andrew okay so uh andrew uh, we're having an election, but does your vote actually count? Why did you want to talk about this? I wanted to talk about it because I was listening to it on the radio, and a lot of people were saying that they're worried their their vote isn't going to count, and the the current system, the way it's set up, and it's like you know uh, taking a a bad example the the, the UKIP vote. Um, they got you know four four million votes, and they yeah. had no MPs and stuff. Yeah, it was and, like, and they want the... they got like ten percent of the vote, and they got one MP. Mm. Oh, to one. Okay, so yes, in terms of the vote one, but and, and I actually realised that in my where where I'll be voting, your constituency. Yeah, it's so conservative yeah. that literally the houses might be playing blue. It's just there's no chance. Every time I, I, I've looked at every vote that's happened, not ever. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I've looked at every vote, and it's like Tories are like straight over the other side of the chart, and you've got. Um, but why are you saying? Why are you saying your vote doesn't count? I mean, I mean, because every, every vote will count, and it's it, just there's just more conservatives. Yeah, but so it's it, it it doesn't. So do I not vote? Because unless I vote, it doesn't matter who I vote for. It's not going to make any difference at all. But if, for argument's sake, because the, 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 what we're talking about here is, is 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 wasted votes, which is kind of a key term that you know I kind of teach in school. And, and, but the the, the common the argument goes, you know, if you live in a conservative area or a Labour area, what's called a safe seat, that there's no point in you voting because you're never going to another candidate's never going to win. Yeah, but. That only happens if everyone votes for the Conservatives. You know, you, you, you're... Yeah. So, that, so you're, the election in your constituency hasn't taken place yet. And for, argue, for argument's sake, if, if Labour campaigned really, really hard there or their candidates were particularly strong, yada, yada, yada... And then the Conservatives will still win. <laughs> because... but, what, but, 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 it's, but it's not... Your vote still... Everyone's vote in your constituency I, still counts. I, I agree with you. I think everyone should vote. And if you're listening to this... Vote, register to vote, and vote. I'm, I'm not debating that, yeah. but you can see the frustration. And I just, just dawned on me today that it doesn't matter who I vote for. With my mixed-up political wantings, yeah. for lack of a better term, the Brexit thing. But obviously, socially, I'm more far left. But it doesn't matter because in my area, the Conservatives are so far ahead. Everyone's over. You know, I've gone to barbecue, at barbecues mm-hmm. like during the summer and meetings up and stuff with with, with various neighbours and stuff like that. You got a little girl, whoa, 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 whoa. But but everyone seems to be absolutely fine. And I'm there, you know, fighting the good fight. Oh, well, you know, what about this? What about David Cameron, for example? Yeah. <laughs> but everyone's on board. I mean, the last two yeah. elections, Conservatives were just a mile ahead, and then it was uh, Labour had the Independent was higher. Than Labour, and the the the, uh, the European elections, uh, it was Conservatives very close, the Brexit Party, then straight down the bottom, Liberal Democrats. I mean, I mean, effectively, what we're kind of touching on here, which is a huge topic for another time, I think, is you know, should we change the voting system? Yes, yeah. because that's essentially what it ends. In. <laughs> we use a system that's called first past the post, where everyone's divided into these constituencies, and each constituency is is won by plurality, which is mm. the key word meaning just more votes than everyone else. So you don't have to get 50%, or even 40%, you just have to get more than everyone else. And mm. if you live in a, as you do in a constituency where there's a clear majority for one party, then you can make an argument that your vote doesn't count. But if to change a voting system is huge, and, and we had a referendum, in yeah, 2011, and, and the country voted, no, 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 we want, we want to, we want to stick. 
So could you briefly, for me and my ignorance, because and, and the people on the street that I know are quite ignorant of this, how would the other alternative actually work? Well, there's alternatives. That, that's the other thing, is that I think most people agree that our current system isn't great. There are, there are some people that defend it, um, tend to be quite traditional, and there are some people that think there are big advantages of our current system. But going back, goes back to our point earlier, is that about, you know, when we said, should we, should we have a referendum or have another general election? Yeah. Everyone wants to change the system to the one that best, most advantages. The system, yeah. Yeah, and that, so that's the thing, is that different systems suit different parties where their vote is split differently. And would I even be saying this if I was a conservative for and through? I'd be going, woohoo, brilliant. The first past the post suits parties that have concentrated support, meaning a lot of support in particular areas. So, so a party like the SNP love first past the post because all of their support is in scotland yeah and because they're incredibly popular in scotland they get huge amounts of seats so clear example here is the lib dems got more votes than the smp in total in 2015 and the smp ended up with something like 50 seats and the lib dems ended up with like nine yeah but yeah. the lib dems got more votes i mean just just think that yeah. one through yeah. i mean that's just nuts but it's about the concentration so to answer your question briefly some of the systems work on like a proportional representation idea so you get so say you get 20% of the votes, you get 20% of the seats. You get 30% of the votes, you get 30% of the seats. So the seats. areas don't make any difference? The, the areas it's the overall... Vote. It's your overall percentage. And what some systems do is they put you into regions. So they might kind of say... I mean, you could do it on the whole country, but most tend to go, okay, so, so here's Wales. In Wales, this party got a percent. So they, they would allocate a certain number of seats to Wales, so for example, 20 seats, and then percentage-wise, it would be split. But those 20 seats would be split according to a percentage. Yeah, because uh, I read that Mr. Farage was flying the flag for a certain percent of the vote is that secondary system. If, if, if you are a party like the Lib Dems, or UKIP, or the Brexit, Brexit Party, yeah. or uh, Green Party, and you get a little bit of vote everywhere, then the, the current system is awful for you. Mm. And, a, and a proportional system would boost you up massively. Um, but if you are a party like the Conservatives, or the SNP, Labour's somewhere between the two, actually. Um, well, they're, they're dodgy ground now, because a lot of, you know, being their second referendum, yeah. and a lot of the Middle England, Northern England, left. Well, voted leave. Yeah, and so, some, so who knows what's going to happen there? Some, some, some people. There's, there's a, there's a, there's a rising group of people that are kind of economically left wing, but Brexiteers, which is not more kind of conservative at, at the moment. Mm. Um, the other alternative is doing. Uh, so that's a kind of proportional system. But the other way you see, the other way you could change it is to do a, a system that involves um, multiple choices of candidates. So, so the the two one, the two main ones are called a AV alternative vote or SV, which is supplementary vote, which is a system whereby you rank your candidates. So you say, oh, sorry, I love, so let's say I'm, let's say I'm really kind of like environment left wing. Yep. So I might go to the vote and I might go, right, number one on the Greens, yep. number two on Labour, yep. number three on uh, Lib, De uh, Lib, Dem Lib Dems, something like that. And then basically what happens then is you eliminate candidates one by one. So let's say they, they totaled up all the votes and they went, actually, no, you voted for the Greens, but you, the Greens haven't won here. So what they do is then they redistribute all the people, that, all those Green votes. They take that stack of people that voted, the stack of votes of people that vote for the Greens, and they say, well, your candidate's lost. And so they put all those into the second second yeah. and there's various different ways of redistributing the votes and if you're interested you can go look at it but that's basically broad brush that's how the second method works is you you rank your candidates and then you redistribute the votes until one candidate gets over 50 percent what would you prefer I, again i'm being i'm completely acknowledged that the only reason i have a problem with this like yeah, i said is, uh, where you uh, is because i'm 
I can't see myself ever voting for Conservatives. So yeah, if, if, homeowner, if uh, you know, man here on the gated, street, gated community on the you know a gated, slightly, gated community, gated, oh gated community. community. <laughs> How did you miss that? But um, yeah, so no, I'm, I'm still not that. I'm, I'm still not a Conservative. There's nothing wrong with being Conservative. Anyone's listening, that's absolutely fine. That's your choice, and we can agree to disagree. But. I, don't, I, 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 I think one of the interesting topics for us to talk about in a future podcast would be would be because both of us have felt this is that as you get older you do get more conservative with a small c no oh, i i'm more conservative than i was yeah. before but there's still a lot of history be, there. yeah I don't, I don't want to kind of bore everyone on it but you know maybe we should some point we should do a podcast where we talk about ourselves and we can go well <laughs> I'm, I'm getting older now and you know these little conservative thoughts are my slipping back into your head. is yeah. hurting so much I, yeah my back's hurting i want to wear a cardigan and oh i think i just agreed with what jacob Mock said what the, <laughs> you know, that, that he's, he's got a point he's, he's got, got a point, point. Right, last topic. Um, did Boris want that deal or would any deal will do? Okay, so there's a really cool video this week which you have to check out if you haven't already, which is a, a reworking of the wonderful song Any Dream Will Do. Any Dream Will Do. To Any Deal Will Do. Yeah. Uh, a song by Boris Johnson. Yeah, it was uh, by Joe. They've done a lot of ones like that. Yeah. I think it was a, a Facebook group or a, like an online It was so good. But yeah, they, they've done it with Dave Cameron. Yeah, um, and they've done it with Theresa May. Was well, he the one that did the original Sorry song? You know, the Nick Clegg, you know, I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. No, there's Cassette Boy that does some. Oh, is that and a then there's, there's, oh, there's the, the two main ones. I, I love it. Cool. I, I love And I, well, I love, this one, A, it was funny, and B, like, it, it really did sound like he was singing. Like, you know, when you normally listen to these ones, it, sound, you know, it sounds like a strange sound edit, and it's clever, and it's funny, but it sounds weird. This one to me really sounds like Boris is just singing along, <laughs> and Jacob and Jacob Smog in the background with the ah, it it's just it's wonderful. So if you haven't seen it, check it out. But it got me thinking about the kind of the title of it. Like, do you think Boris just wanted? Did Boris really want that deal? Did Boris really believe in that deal that he had got and taken to Parliament, or does Boris just want any deal so he can get out? I think the answer, unspectacularly, is somewhere in the middle. I think. <laughs> I think sitting as, on the as, fence. As, no, no, I'm not. But as you are, uh, you're sitting on the fence. I'm not. I'm absolutely not. But l l just listen. Right, I'm not, shut up. Right. Listen. Right. As we know, with his, uh, his his draft of when he came out to to support Brexit, he also did a draft of Remain. I've always believed, and from the evidence, that Boris is just on his pizza side, and he doesn't particularly really mind either way. But yeah. he has to. He now has to act like he's Mr. Brexit because he's the face of Brexit. Well, he was, he, he, his whole campaign to be Conservative leader yeah. was, I will get Brexit but done. But he could have easily went the other side. And there's obviously the, everyone saying that he's just picked it for political gain. And that has, you know, it's not great. He's lost every single vote in there. Assuming that assessment is true, and I don't know if it is. But assuming, I, I, assuming, I don't know it is. But, but uh, assuming that assessment is true, then, then, then any deal will do. Yes, but I, I, I think he wouldn't have, after all the promises he's made, and after, he kept most of them, which people don't want to admit, apart from the 31st of, of mm. October. Um, I don't think he would have gone for a deal that was so blatantly bad. He, he wouldn't have come back with Theresa May's deal with a slight little twist. It's, but isn't, it, isn't there some percentage that it, like his deal was like 95% hers or something like that, or 85% hers? Before? Right, but the main, the main bits that stopped it going through Parliament was the backstop. Yeah. And he's, he's removed that. So that, that, that's enough of an argument to say... I'm not kind of, this, this isn't Theresa May's deal. I think if it, if it was the worst deal ever, he, he already loaded the, the no-deal gun, and everyone thought he was going to do that. So I don't think 
I think there's plenty of deals he would have done, but I, I definitely think they would have been in line. I think maybe the debate, one of the debates we should have next week or in a future one, just to give a bit of a clickbait for next week or something like that, is, is, is like, does, for, the, for Brexiteers, does the type of Brexit actually matter or is it just about getting Brexit done? Don't, don't answer that. Don't oh, answer that. Don't answer that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So, Hold so your much knowledge. So many, things, so many things you want to talk People about. People on but, the street, man, ah, oh, they want to. But I think that would be a good question because it, 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 yeah, let's save that one. Okay. But I think, I think okay. that's what we'll be interested to come back to. Anyway, thank you if you've been listening to uh, us, uh, Pottering Politics and Pondering Politics. Um, if you've enjoyed it, then please uh, uh, do tell your friends about it and uh, come and, and tune into next week's. And, uh, and also hope that we've given you lots of examples in here, the things that you can talk about in your exams if you're a student, or just the things that you can chat about in the pub or on the street or in the classroom. On the classroom. On the classroom. <laughs> on, on the, look, the phrasing is, is perfect. Okay, I'm not going to argue with you. <laughs> so um, thank you for listening. I'm Simon. I'm Andrew. And we've been Pottering Politics.